Hello and welcome to the year we started a podcast, a podcast born Phoenix-like from last year's podcast. I am your co-host, Jeff. <laughs> and I am your other co-host, Nick. And this is a podcast. Uh, we're just a couple friends that are half a continent apart that would like to come together and spend a little bit of time talking about some things that are fun and interesting to us. Nick, this week I did some research on uh, a particular topic that we'll discuss at the end. Uh, however, I have prepared absolutely nothing for the start, so I'll just huh. toss it right back over to you, buddy. It's your turn. <laughs> welcome welcome to the intro topic, your first time, as far as I know. It's hard to remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So my intro topics are not really the, our normal pace of intro, intro topic, but who cares? I have... Two pretty funny stories for my family that are I just figured that you would enjoy. And so, yeah. All um, right, dive into it. You remember um, our music memory topic about uh, the way that mu- that music ingrains itself in our, mem- in our memory, right? I do. And in fact, uh, if you are a new listener who hasn't listened, to, uh, I'll maybe put the link in the show notes uh, or add on our Patreon, but I... I think that might have been my favorite bit ever because of the I, I edited in some of the music that we were talking yeah, yeah. about and I absolutely loved every bit of it. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, uh, I'll I'll link that and you can go check it out. But yeah, those, I absolutely love it. Those kind of conversations between the two of us are also some of my favorites, just because like I, I totally got the vibe of every song you were talking. about. I was like, oh yes, oh, yeah. yeah. So um, okay, so I ha- I was talking to my mom about this subject. Um, it had come up through a different thing. Like she said something that kind of sparked me to talk about this, and you know now that I know a little bit more about like how uh, music does get ingrained there. Uh, so we start talking about this and she gave some examples and I was telling her my example of how a bunch of songs that my older sister who controlled our radio growing up, like songs that she would blare in the car, whether she was driving us or not, were songs that I remembered. Mm-hmm. And my mom's response to this was like, was, and I should preface this with, my mom is one of those very soft-spoken, very polite, very um, like conservative is not the word but like socially conservative people and manners wise conservative people who my family growing up i have a joke that if i swear and swearing includes words like damn crap hell etc near my dad wow I have three a, three bleeps in a row Nick. i know i know <laughs> the h word the he double hockey sticks word for example i did have to bleep you a few times last oh, week so screw you <laughs> i apologize i no, i do i do i apologize you naughty boy but my mom shies away. She doesn't correct me. But my dad, I have a joke that um, every time I swear, including the word, like I said, H-E-double hockey, hockey stick, crap, or whatever, uh, I will try to say language at the same time my dad says it to me. It's like a really, it's, it's just my favorite game Gosh, in the world. Hey, I actually really love that. That's very endearing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Um, but so I, you know what if if i can if i can make it happen nick i will literally try to call you la- on language every single time oh i love it please do it'll be great no, i'm gonna I, try I, i'm gonna there's get almost, the, I, i'll get the rhythm a, too I'll, I'll find your your space i'll know i'll know okay we'll see we'll see how it goes i'll probably we'll forget see. but we'll, we'll see how it goes and, pro- and i'll probably forget that you're gonna do it so there you go um but my mom the soft-spoken person that she is, when I tell her about this thing and I say about, you know, my sister, she's like, oh, like that mother song that Stephanie used to listen to. <laughs> just time. I'm so sorry that I interrupted your flow earlier. That was so good. 
I had no idea what song she's talking about. She had to like explain herself like 40 times. And I'm like, I don't know what song you're talking about. She's like, yes, yes, you know, the song that says, you know, Mother Effer. And I'm like, what? She's like, I think it was by Eminem. And I'm like, I don't think Stephanie or I listened to Eminem. What are you talking about? Like, what do you such a good... She's like, I no, just want to quit it's... the podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. I already missed the part where I was supposed to tell you language. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, yeah, you really did. You dropped the ball already. Oh, man. It's <laughs> so good. And I like, oh, oh my God. So she couldn't explain, but she's like, see, that's what I mean, though. I can still hear that song. And I'm like, you can't repeat it to me well enough for me to know what song <laughs> you're talking about. Maybe, maybe everything I know is a lie. <laughs> Oh my frick. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. The motherfuck song. <laughs> Maybe I should have put that as in the show notes. Maybe I should have put that as our topic. The motherfuck song. <laughs> oh god. Oh gosh. Uh, that might be my favorite thing ever. It's pretty good. Oh man! All right, Nick. So you got you got your one one episode or your one intro yeah. uh, topic, but I th- feel like we need to keep going. We've got to keep going. So let's let's part away this. I'm I uh, apparently my life now is just being on the phone with my parents because the second one is still a parents being silly um, thing. Um, Jeff, do your parents have uh are you, are you just the default tech support for your parents? I, aside from my dad, who thinks that he can still hang, uh, I am the default tech support person for my family and extended family. Fair. Okay. So, uh, my family, I've worked with computers my whole life, and my first job was a uh, tech support slash, like, beginner IT thing. Uh, What I have realized, though, is that, like, while my family and my parents in particular like to use me as their tech support, this is... Mo- I would say about 80% of the time is when they're inebriated is when I'm their support <laughs> is when <laughs> okay okay <laughs> I'm just really I'm just really like weighing out the dirty laundry for my parents yeah, here yeah. I'm just like throwing them under the bus to start this off um the the reason I say is like I get calls from my parents where they've had like four glasses of wine and they're like Nick uh okay the the TV it's not on the cable box again <laughs> Your, your your sister was over and they were watching the Apple TV. Um, how do I get to the news? And I'm like, are you on the on Apple TV now? Yes. Okay. And I'm like, do you remember the input button thing? No, I don't know. If I remembered, if I remembered, I would be not calling. Honey, he's trying to help. It's Nick. Go ahead. Go ahead. And like they they like when my mom was on this the other day, she was trying to convince me that me and my brother in law should be starting a um, tech support app. So, Jeff, I may not have time for this anymore because um, I will have uh, a tech support app pretty soon. I'm supposed to be starting on on development. She's like, no, no, really, you should. While while drunk off their face. And by tech support, I mean I helped them remember that they had to re-plug in the cable box. This took like 30 minutes of my life, Jeffrey. Yeah, we we definitely should stop the podcast immediately. I do feel like there's a market for this. Like, it's a... Like, you know, you, you give access to the uh, miscellaneous uh, relatives that you are tech support to, and then you can, you know, automatically <laughs> remote into whatever device they have this installed on. And yeah, no, I think this has, I think this has some legs. I think we can do it. Do, do I get to charge my relatives? And what are like the ethics behind charging relatives for services while they are too drunk to know um, what the 
Services the ethics are. aren't a big deal because no, you actually are not allowed to charge your relatives for tech support. <laughs> uh, that actually was passed uh. a few years ago. Um, uh, no, okay. it, it it really it is what you're doing is you're building will equity is what it's called, uh, where you have a better shot at a favorable will someday. So it's <laughs> it's all it's all paid in will equity. Uh, I don't think uh, there's like any chance of any of my uh, other family dying before me, considering my terrible eating habits. So I don't think this is like a really yeah, good, well, <laughs> really good and, business you know, outline for me. <laughs> we do have podcast evidence of both of us being very apt at hurting ourselves. Uh, I feel like see there you I feel go. Like it's only a matter of time. Nick, do you want to tell our listeners what our our show notes say this topic is? Um, I believe it says research underscore box blank box so do you want to you want to take a guess as to what we may be talking about we are going to talk about the history of boxes yes. uh it's a very specific type of box though dick this is called moon box uh moon box is a a product from one of nasa's uh contractors called astrobotic which I haven't done the actual research on this, but I think that they are effectively just the shipping company DHL, like, uh, but they're doing like a promotional thing. Not a promotional thing. I think it's like an arm of the DHL company, uh, but specific okay. to uh, space commercialism, which is a thing that I think is very fascinating. I think that there is going to be in our lifetime people that go to space commercially. I... I I, yeah, I, I think that that is going to be a thing that we see. Like, I think, I, I think that's an appeal that uh, Blue Origins and SpaceX can potentially have. You know, in addition to supporting uh, federal uh, space agencies, I think that they can also break into that that genre of uh, you know the potential. Because like the thing is, people are willing to pay a lot of money uh, for that, assuming that it's reasonably safe. Because going to space is freaking cool and like not a thing that very many people yeah, get to is. do. Anyway, so I think that's an interesting thing in and of itself. But I had never known that Moonbox was a thing, and I wanted to read into it, and I'll get into why here in a second. But anyways, what Moonbox is, uh, like I said, it's it's a, a thing that is being produced by DHL's uh, Astrobotic, and the idea is you can, in one of the upcoming missions to the moon, purchase space uh, in a very, very tiny octagon box, hexagon box i feel like it's a hexagon okay where you can put something that is going to end up on the moon and i think one of them is planned to launch this summer for the first time and i think they're closing sale on these little tiny boxes if they haven't already i think it's going to stop at you know some point in the next month or so first off i want to talk about a couple of the the attributes of these little tiny boxes uh so I'm going to first, Nick, I'm going to talk to you about some of the tiers that you can buy, and then we're going to talk about what you feel like the price of these tiers would be. You th- you, you down to go with, down this road with me? Yeah, okay. I'm down. Sure. Nick, the first one off is a half inch by 0.125 inches, whatever that equates to. Not very much. Very, very small thing. Uh, and then there is uh, three quarters of an inch by that same uh, height, and then one inch by that same height. 20. Yeah. So a half inch by an eighth uh, and then three quarters of an inch by an eighth and one inch by an eighth. I really liked 
because each of these tiers, they have their suggested items. On the big ones and the small ones, I feel like they have fairly good suggested items. Uh, for example, on the small one, you can have like an heirloom, like they say, like an heirloom ring, uh, which makes sense. You know, you have something special. They have a wedding flower petal, uh, some cufflinks, uh, or a lock of hair, which is a little bit weird. I mean, I guess it has DNA in it or whatever. I have always felt like, I, I just want to, like, re- tiny detour. Locks of hair is the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. You hear, like, these old timey stories of, like, ah, oh, yes, she gave me a lock of hair or whatever, and everything about that <laughs> is creepy. And I don't like it. I don't like it. We have, about uh, it. so, uh, one of the things that we've inherited, uh, uh, Katie in one of her photo albums from being a young kid she actually has her like uh, first haircut lock of hair which is weird I don't know it very strange yeah see I don't I don't I don't I, yeah I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm a not fan. sure that I would like not one of fan. my own locks of hair that's a little little gross anyways but but those are all those are all things that are like you know of sentimental value that I I could get it like it, it maybe some of them a little bit weird like cufflinks a little bit weird an heirloom ring I can get. Like, that's kind of like a, a symbol of something eternal and you're shipping it off to another planet or another celestial yeah. body. Like, I guess I can get that. Wedding flower, petal, whatever. Lock of hair, a little weird. Cufflinks, a little weird. On the other side, like the larger one, which I don't really understand why it's so much larger, but I guess maybe these are small. Uh, yeah, they're, they're small uh, boxes. So they have a pet tag. You know, if you like a pet, I, I can see that. Um, company logo, a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, do we need any moon advertising? I, I guess, uh, you know, a family photo. Totally get that. Like that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, a piece of a graduation tassel. I guess, <laughs> which I don't know. That's a little weird. A family crest. That's maybe a little cool. A love note. I can see that. But the middle tier, I I do not understand these, Nick. I I don't I don't get it. I'll I'll get two of them out of the way that I give the most credit. And I'm going to read them in reverse okay. reverse order after that. So, baby's fingerprint. That's what I'm saying is the most valid of all these, uh, which I don't think is all that valid. Huh. That's a little weird. Is it? Is I feel like weird? that's a little weird to ship to the moon. A baby's uh, fingerprint. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, but then the next is a signature. I, I, I again, I, I guess. But I, <laughs> when you told me these things were like a half an inch high, I was like. Ah. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do with that. A signature, right? And also, all right. Why you got? Why you gotta buy the middle one for the signature, though? Like, <laughs> I feel like it just like write <laughs> small and save yourself some money. It's true. It's and, true. And it's a good point. It's a very I mean, point. I feel like you can fit that on a half inch. What kind of fingerprints are you taking? A baby's fingerprint, no less. Oh, um, but no. Uh, from there, we have a scout badge, uh, which I feel like. These other things, I feel like, you know, they're heirlooms, but they, like, are tied to you in a particular way. Uh, Scout badge, I just... Okay, hold on. I don't want to badmouth any of our our fans who are are scouts or anything, and I have plenty of friends who have gone through uh, scouts and stuff, but there is a subsect of scouts who are now grown men who talk far too much about being Eagle Scouts. (laughs) And I do believe that there is someone out there like, Finally, I can send my Eagle Scout badge to the moon where Gosh, it belongs it. with all the uh, with the future. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what order to put these last two in. Uh, I'm just gonna read them in order then. So next one is sand from a favorite beach. What what, what do you feel about that one, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it if you uh, want to keep it. Yeah. 
that. But like, like you know, like oh man, it's from I our mean, honeymoon or whatever. Like we want to bring back it, the sand. But uh, like, once you okay. ship it off into space, it's no longer like the sand that like it was just some sand. Like you could just go get more sand. I, I know. I. I so honestly, I do not really find that one to be. Like, I don't know, man. I I can understand things that are sentimental for the sake of being sentimental, especially if they are things that you can put up in a place that, like, if you, for instance, got married on the beach mm-hmm. and you took sand from that day and like found some way of like displaying it in a way that like you could see it on your mantle or uh, on your, you know, like on the the nightstand or some crap totally into that like do you i don't care how you want to preserve moments and remember moments and if that is like that sounds like a like a romantic or a sentimental way of doing so but is it really sentimental if you never see it again is it like (laughs) ah the moon like our sand from beneath our toes at our wedding is now at the moon like what is that i i don't (laughs) i don't understand is there like symbolism there that i'm missing Uh, yeah I would never collect sand from my... Fa- I would not collect the the soil from my favorite place. I would not collect any sort of thing about the, the place to then send someplace else. If I wanted to do that, I would do it to look at it in some way that would inspire, like, memories, not in a way that would be gone forever. Yeah, and, like, I, I, like to be clear, I get the fact that all of this is shipping something off to the you know, the place that you'll never see again. It it very well may just blow up. (laughs) Um, But but like, to me... That's what the fine print is. It's like 50% chance we are just going to make this explode (laughs) in space. We're testing to see if we can uh, discard things in space uh, ethically. And uh, yeah. But like, you know, a photo. Like, I get it. That's you. You want to ship you, the picture of you off uh, to to this this place. Like that. Sure. That I understand. But the sand ain't you. Like, the sand is to remember the place, but you're blasting this remembrance of this place off to freaking space. I, I don't know. Like, the whole value that you, like, oh I understand, like, I get it. Like, it's not not my thing, but, like, you know, if you want to have a little bit of sand from some place or whatever, like, you want to bring that a little bit home. Right. Like, I understand. Like, I get that. But the right. point is, Completely in my agree. mind, you know, logical brain here, the point is to bring it home so that you have something to reflect on and look at. Like, if the Completely. fact that it, like, exactly if, like I'm not shipping it off to Alaska, I'm like it's it's not going to do me any good there. It's like it's just a thing that I can remember. <laughs> anyway, oh anyways, uh, we digress. There's more about this. Uh, let me switch back. Oh, good. Give me give me more examples. I'm I'm in love with this. Before we get into some of the FAQs, Nick, I want you. We're gonna play a little game. Okay, the the cost thing. The yes. costs are going to be dumb. I don't know what the costs are unless the costs are like five dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Like I don't like the costs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like so, uh, the one the, okay, and, and like they're not as low as I would have expected the small ones to be, nor as high as I expected the high ones to be. I feel like, but I okay. I'm making that judgment in hindsight. I don't. I didn't. I didn't try to yeah. guess myself, and so I'm probably putting a little bit of my own bias into what I feel like this would be. But fair. It's, it's so. This is something really hard to me because I feel like there is this massive range for luxury yes. items, right? That are yes. like explicitly. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go buy a Gucci freaking jacket, it might be like five thousand, ten thousand dollars, or some nonsense. You know what I mean? I don't want to say that's a no, hate on Gucci. It's just I, a designer. Everyone knows, right? I was helping my wife with a thing, and uh, we were looking for wording, 
And we went to Louis Vuitton to try to get some wording at checkout for uh, the, the place that she works at. Uh, yeah. And so, like, we had to get to checkout uh, to do that. So we had to add some items to the cart to do. Uh, so we added, like, like $35,000 worth of, like, uh, a freaking shaving kit and uh, a bag <laughs> And uh, I don't even like a kite, I don't, like whatever, like right. <laughs> so like, and like two, and like two seconds added. Hold on, <laughs> let me give it up to Louis Vuitton because there's not a whole lot of places where you can get both a shaving kit and a kite together. <laughs> it's basically Louis Vuitton and like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have to be our, our title of our show. <laughs> Louis, Louis Vuitton and Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> if someone asks you, what is the one thing Louis Vuitton and Walmart have in common? You can get the only places you can get a shaving kit and kite. All right. Uh, so on the Walmart side, uh, what is the absolute cheapest uh, of the that you can you know you can fit a wedding flower petal an heirloom ring some cufflinks or a lock of hair in the wa- the Walmart okay, version. Okay, so like I know that I know that the answer would be well the Walmart version is three bucks. <laughs> it's not three dollars. <laughs> I know. I'm assuming it's like fifty. Uh, it, it is four hundred and sixty dollars to have a Ooh. half inch by an eighth of an inch. Or so he- you said that the that the 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 floor was higher than you thought it was. That makes that, that is a lot higher. I, I was actually like not going to be surprised. It was like two hundred four fifty is pretty high. Four sixty, yeah, it is pretty high. Oh, four sixty, yeah. Um, that was uh, that was what I was expecting too to be kind of in like the two hundred dollar range. Um, yeah. So uh, to have a so that is a half inch by an eighth of an inch to the largest size, which is. Uh, one inch by two inches. What do you think that would be? And no, no, doing math on the calculator here because it's no, probably no, a fine, very linear um, cost scale. It, it, uh, for sure. Um, I mean, so I'm. I know you said that the ceiling isn't as high as you expected it to be necessarily, or as it could have been. So I'm going to say like what, like two grand? Well, no, it is uh, basically twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> Woo! So okay. not not cheap. That is not a linear scale, by is the it way. Not, uh, that is a. <laughs> No. Well, you said, well, I don't know. I, I wasn't actually thinking about it too, too, because you said half inch by, a, by half an inch, inch by an eighth to, up to now one inch by two inches. I feel like that's pretty. No, because that would be, it's eight, it's eight times, as, uh, eight times as much. So it would be, I mean, the, the equivalent, if it was linear, would be 3,200 ish or I don't know, 3,200 plus 59 times eight. I don't know what that uh, is. Details not interesting. I just thought, I thought it was yeah. interesting to, to even know, like not even necessarily to guess right or wrong. Just that, that yeah. is what it costs no. to take something that you want and to put it out on the moon. Uh, right. That's interesting. So, uh, <laughs> So those are the prices, Nick. So should you be interested in buying, but you have a few questions, I wanted to go over some of the frequently asked questions of, of the old astrobotic uh, company here. <clears throat> Will I ever get my item back? 
No. <laughs> here is, I, I got that one covered for. Don't worry. Move on. Here, here's <laughs> their, their very politically uh, appropriate, or the very PR answer to reference last, uh, last week's episode. Your item will stay on the moon forever and serve as a time capsule for our present-day culture uh, for future generations. Someday, future moon archaeologists could use these time capsules to remember what life was like in our time. Which is a long way to say no. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> can, can I just tell you, I am dumb enough to, to have not realized the fact that this is basically a time capsule. I, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Under, I, I am dumb enough that like when I was saying all this stuff about like don't send, not don't send, but like that I don't understand sending part of your sand of your favorite place and you could put a little note that says you know sand from the greatest beach in the world yeah. and just you know that'd be like oh yeah they cared a lot about we, beaches back yeah, then we we joked about it for co- our comedy's sake but yeah now once you realize that this is kind yeah. of a time capsule it is kind of cool like to see but uh yes uh which there is kind of a part of this where the solar radiation i don't know if you're aware nick uh there's not a lot of atmosphere on the moon a lot of this will just kind of get burned away but uh <laughs> Uh, i'm not i'm not sure that we should get into uh, it some of these things depending on what they are will absolutely survive uh but not all of it's going to survive solar radiation that's a that's actually one of the faqs i cut that out but uh <clears throat> if there's a problem on the mission uh can i get a refund which i think is a really interesting way to say if this thing explodes uh on its way like if there is a problem on the mission. Can I get a refund? I already got the answer covered for this. The service we provide is attempting to get it to the moon. It is not the guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Moonbox TM is non-refundable. We work very hard each day to make sure that our spacecraft are reliable and safe, but space travel is still risky. We believe the reward of expanding human access to space is well worth that risk. And <laughs> I assume well worth <laughs> your investment. <laughs> We believe it is well worth you risking your money. Yeah. <laughs> it is not worth us risking giving you the money back. Yeah, no, not, don't be not ridiculous. Re- it is well worth your non-refundable investment. No, I just I love these FAQs. All right, this is the last one. Why are the capsules so small? Nick, you want to you take a stab at the answer here? Mr. PR? Um, Edward Bernays? So is, uh, well, the actual answer is so that they can sell as many as possible. Um, <laughs> the, uh, answer, the answer um i don't know i assume that they're gonna say like that travel to space is both time consuming and resource consuming and very difficult to pull off and the we want to be able to provide as many people as possible the opportunity to place an item there for safekeeping and for future generations of scientists to find and discover since last episode i guessed uh the most famous or most popular breakfast food as bacon uh, as perfect setup for your uh Segway, I want you, Nick. If you were to, uh, uh, if you were to compress those thoughts into why it is, uh, uh. why, why they, why they so small, Nick? Launching things into space or onto the moon is blank. Is is challenging. Okay, I it's want to read the sentence now. The physics and economics of launching vehicles to the moon are challenging. <laughs> yes we nailed it we got it in one we got it in one most of a launch vehicle's lift capacity is due to large amounts of fuel it needs to fly as a result the size of the capsules is dictated by the cost of launching things to the moon and how much money we can make off of them that last part but it's been a little bit editorializing but yeah you get the idea nick good job i'm very proud of you I, i i knew i could do it dad 
So that leads us to our last bit of this topic, Nick. Are you ready? I am. I was looking for things to talk about this week, and I love me some space stuff, and we still have a couple weeks until we are uh, landing a new rover onto Mars. Uh, I think it's February 18th, so uh, before recording, we probably have another episode, maybe two. And uh, I was on there, and I saw something that I thought was one of the coolest things ever, and it was a Reddit post, which uh, maybe I'll include in the show notes. Uh, it was a person, it's pulling up now, who said, you can send something to the moon for free. I'm creating a lunar time capsule via Reddit, sending up to 10 megabytes of data to the moon for up to 100,000 people. Long story short, this guy on Reddit had bought one of the small moon boxes and uh, had a project that he wanted to have sent up to the moon on some SD cards. He bought two uh, one terabyte SD cards and didn't end up needing nearly a fraction of that. And so he had a lot of space left and needed to get this uh, filled up. He figured no sense sending blank SD cards to the moon. And so went out to Reddit and said, hey, 10 megabytes a piece. Uh, let's, let's get some stuff on here. Just submit it. Put it on here and we'll put that in our little moon box thing that's going to be sent up uh, in July or sometime. So our typical... Uh, episode is uh, around 45 minutes or so and it ends up being an mp3 format which is what you have to export as to upload to like all the major podcast places um right ends up being about 80 to 100 megabytes which is uh you know like 80 percent too big which me <laughs> means that i needed to uh compress an episode quite a bit nick here's what happened I went through and I looked at what our shortest episode was, which was our first episode, which was like 35 minutes long. Uh, and I took that and I looked to see if I could get this thing down to under 10 megabytes and, and still be listenable. And not to say that it was particularly high quality audio to begin no, with. No, But Nick, I got it to be eight megabytes and That's awesome. it is... Uh, it is still listenable. It's a little rough. It's a little bit like we're talking underwater. Uh, can I just tell you that when it's a hypothetical of people sending sand to the moon, it's silly and ridiculous. But when it's my podcast <laughs> going to the moon, it's the smartest, most reasonable thing of all time. So, you, you know, I love space. <laughs> and like I, when I had originally done this, I was just going to go with the assumption that like I, I submitted this as a thing to be accepted. And, you know, I was really hopeful that it would. But I didn't get any confirmation back. There were a ton of people like applying to this. But. Again, in podcast serendipity, which I think I might have been a phrase that I used the very first episode, I got a confirmation that we had been added to the the hard drive or the SD card that's going to the moon here this summer, like an hour before this podcast recording. Oh so my we God. have a very, very poor quality version of our first episode of this podcast that will be in the time capsule on the moon that will probably last for, I don't know. A few decades before it starts to degrade a little bit. I don't know. I'm 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 hopeful yeah, though. It it might stick around for I a love bit. It. But yeah, I, I think that is super cool. Like the per, like this person who did this is like they, they did it for you know free of charge just to anybody on Reddit who would upload up to their standards of like under ten megabytes and uh, they they did a lot of text quotes which didn't take up like hardly any space at all, which is a really cool thing. Um, lots of other cool things on that thread, which again like I'll I'll put that on the Patreon. Um, of just the the cool stuff from that. It's a very wholesome thread to go through. One of the best parts of the internet. 
But as a person who loves space, like I, I have uh, my two kids' names engraved on the Mars rover that's going to be landing here in a couple weeks or a few weeks. Uh, to have our dumb podcast in underwater <laughs> quality on the moon is just freaking cool. So I just wanted to share that with you. That We're is cool. cool. And as one of our Patreon perks, I will absolutely actually. Uh, I think that that is deserving just to be up there on uh, on the Patreon without needing to be a, a supporter. I just I'll put that on our page. It's it's kind of funny to listen to. It's it's hilariously terrible quality. But it's on the sneaking moon, so or will be, assuming it doesn't blow up in uh, in orbit. So I love it, man. I actually have a super. That's that's that. I don't even know what to say. It's just that's super cool. It's so random, but it's like I, I love it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was fun because he, here, like that was originally going to be my intro topic, and then I'm, you know, I was like, how is this even pot? Like I haven't how why how is this even a thing that can happen? <laughs> and then I went down the rabbit hole, and I thought it was funny. And an interesting, so I, I wanted that to be my research topic this week. So thank you for pulling a little bit of the weight on our impromptu random discussion topics, but uh, no, Fair. that was cool. All right, Nick, bring us home with one last little bit here. Okay. Um, so I have a question for you, and this is more like, you know, your topic that was uh, this week I embarrassed myself or I humiliated <laughs> myself, I believe it was. What did I do? What was that that I did? Uh, that was uh, that was your uh, your neighbor oh, having your tacos. Yep, nope, oh, I'm God. feeling the dread oh, over. Geez. Like, oh. follow up on that, I was going to buy them dinner, and it's been too long now that it's too awkward, and so we've re-entered in like this area where I no longer can talk to them <laughs> because I said that we were going to do oh dinner stuff, God. and it's majorly yeah, awkward. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. I love yeah, it th- so Thanks much. for reminding me of that <laughs> thanks for me for reminding Can i just let you know that your brand of self-humiliation is my <laughs> brand of self-humiliation and awkwardness like it's it's not like i'm always awkward it's not every interaction or every person it's just that sometimes like <laughs> i don't mean to i don't mean, i mean so well i mean so well sometimes you have a neighbor for three years and it's too late to ask them what their name is okay that's all <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, it's gosh. Makes me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> even that right. sentence right there. Is, that's too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Thankfully, I moved. Thank God. <laughs> so I didn't have to confront that. I literally have all an right. ongoing story of that that I cannot share. And I can't even share why I can't share it because it's so much that I can't share it. But yeah, there's a oh my God, there's a person that I interact really with uh, somewhat regularly that knows my name that I do not know their name for sure. And I can't guess because it's. Uh, the, to get it wrong at this point, Nick, it would be very <laughs> bad. It would be very bad. Can't do it. No, you can't. You can't. It. This so, is what it is. Okay, sorry. I, I digress. So hold okay. on, hold on. I have one. I have one addition to this. The neighbor that I had for years, actually, probably more than three years. Um, so we once got mail that said to you know to so and so wolf, and me and my wife were both like, was well, um, it the uh, the neighbors? And we didn't know, but we um, can't go over there yeah. and give it to them. <laughs> And we can't be seen dropping it off. So we had to try to figure out when do we think no one will see us drop it off. And then we can never confirm whether it was for them or not. And just oh, like, man. oh, that is, <laughs> which by the way, made me feel like a sketchy, weird, like person to be like, oh, do you know when they go to work? I don't know when they go to work. Why would I know that? I don't know their freaking name. <laughs> I, so I mentioned uh, in the episode of, of the, <laughs> that we were referencing earlier that we sometimes get each other's packages. Yeah, Nick, I'm not gonna lie. We accidentally opened some of their packages before, and like, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Do you, do you think 2 a.m.? Do, uh, do you think they'll be awake at 2 a.m.? Can we drop it off at 2 a.m.? Do they have a ring doorbell? Like, can, <laughs> what would we be seeing? <laughs> like, I, it's not that that dramatic, See? but it, oh, ain't God. that far off it. Like, when when can we return this thing that we've opened uh, when they're not there? We don't want them to know. We're just, we want to do the right thing. Oh, my God. But we don't want to, but, you know, acknowledge the uh, fact that we've opened their end We don't want to confront our awkwardness and our humiliation. And, and yeah, that's how yeah, you end 100%. up with people eating your food because you uh, don't have a good relationship with your neighbors and they don't know what else to do. Um, oh, so my God. I, I take responsibility, neighbors, if you ever listen to this. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, okay. and I promise I'll okay. buy you lunch at some point or dinner at some point. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, likely story. <laughs> likely, likely it's very, story. Yeah, it's also very likely that they ever listen to this. Go ahead, Nick. Okay, so what do you do when someone gets you a gift that you would like to return? Like you for uh, like the like we're we're oh. now a month removed from Christmas. Um, <laughs> it's too late for me to have to have these kinds of problems. But what do you do when like? Someone gets you something that you would really rather just not have. It, like, to me, it's always like, I would rather you not have spent this money for something that I will, like, not find the value in. And it's not always, it's not usually an indictment on the person giving me that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to deal with this. Okay. Yes, Nick. I like where you're going with this question. I don't have an answer. And we can, we can get back to it. <laughs> but even you starting this line of thought reminded me instantly of like i i thought my meal thing was bad with the neighbor and like getting things delivered and then not wanting them to know that i opened their packages and delivering them back to them at two o'clock in the morning that pales into comparison to the times that i've been in that that pales in comparison to the times that i've been in where the the gift exchange is way off balance and what i mean by that is uh hey I got this $40, $50 thing for you. Oh, hey, I am wishing you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I got you a car. I, I, got, you a I car. got you something in the car. I'll be right back. And then I drive away and never show up again. <laughs> had to quit <laughs> like, that job. That, that was a good run we had for eight years working here. I'll be looking for a new job, and I will have a backup present in my car from now on <laughs> where i like nick have you ever been in that situation where you have been gifted something uh where it's kind of like a peer relationship and you did not have anything in return at all yeah yep 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 ha- have a ha- how do you how do you even ha- how do you handle that just so i think sometimes in the moment i like am better at like blustering my way through that if i'm like in front of the human being do you know yeah. what I mean? Like when there's not time removed and I don't have time to like sit, stew in my own thoughts of like, oh, that's a really weird thing to say. But like, I think in the moment I'd be like, I, I, I have a, I have someone who I know this happened with and I don't remember what I said, but I was just like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I didn't think to get you a gift and I really appreciate this. I'm going to get you something and I'm going to, and I think that that's what I did. And I basically said like, let me get you something. I have a great idea. I just didn't know if we were, if we were going to be exchanging gifts or something like that. And in the moment, I'm okay. But if you removed me from it and I had gotten it in the mail, I would probably have just had a nervous breakdown. So I, oh man, you know what, Nick, the way that you responded to that is exactly how you should respond to that. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I, I admire that greatly. 
it's, it, that is a that is a one of a million opportunity for me, Jeff. That's I, not. <laughs> I will say, like, I would one hundred percent lie and say that I forgot your gift. Like, and I I hate that about me, <laughs> but like I would. <laughs> One hundred percent lie, like and like even if like oh I I just I can't handle that. Like I I uh, I want people to think that I'm thoughtful and stuff and like uh-huh. and like I, yep. I just I don't know that I could do that. Um, uh. I I do have a background of being like when I was younger. This is what I was actually going to get into when uh, like I was super socially awkward when I was like in middle school and high school. Like I remember lunchtime being my most dreaded time of like. Uh, worrying about where I was going to sit at lunch that would be a place that would, you know, be a uh, quote-unquote popular crowd at lunch that also would accept the fact that I would just sit there and not contribute to the conversation at all for the next 20 minutes. So, like, I was super, super anxiety-ridden over every stinking lunch period. Uh, That's the sort of person that I was. What that results in, though, is if I was ever, like, in a situation where I felt like I needed to fit in, I would 100% just cave and do say anything that I would need to do to fit in, which uh, I, I hope is different than pathologically lying. But like I felt a lot like that. Like I remember thinking like, man, I feel like I lie all the time just to fit in. And I grew out of that by and large, uh, you know, by the time I was a young adult where I just stopped caring about that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I just willing to be a fool in front of people. I'm willing to talk in a podcast about how ridiculous I am. Like, obviously like that's changed quite a bit. Um, but there is a line that I haven't been able to budge yet. And that is like the, the disappointing others or that, that sort of thing. Like, you know, what I can do is just lie about this and make it all better because (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that'll be a thing in a few years. I can learn from you, Nick. <laughs> you gotta work. I think you have to work on it. I, I think knowing that you do that is is really important, and then just like tell yourself not to do it. Because my, so mine in that was I would I would lie about things that I felt people would want to pressure me or talk to me about yeah. more. Like as a young young adult, I, like if someone like wanted to talk to me about school when like I didn't want to talk about like where I was going with school, mm-hmm. I'll just lie. I just, just like lie to shut it down. Yeah. It's like on the spot. And my wife just did not, my then girlfriend just like was like, stop it. You're being a literally a liar. <laughs> Nobody likes liars. You know, that can come back at you, right? Like, you know, they might just find out that like, Oh, you didn't, you know, finish that yet or whatever, you know? And I was like, Oh yeah, they could. And I just had to like tell myself to stop. And I, I say this, like, you don't know, that you have to tell yourself to stop lying sometimes, yeah. Jeff. Like, come on, man. <laughs> no, it, it is interesting because Kitty and I just were having that conversation of like, man, the older you get, the more you realize like, frick, it's so much easier just to be an idiot and tell the truth yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Than, than it is to try to make yourself seem cooler than you are, uh, which is getting harder and harder the older I get. Turns out you can't fake it. <laughs> I, the, the, the interesting thing is that like even like the, the most – the most critical of me interpretation that anyone could take from a statement of me is still a a cooler interpretation of how cool I really am. So I don't even have to lie for people to think that I'm cooler than I am. It's great. <laughs> okay. And that really great, uh, concise explanation really does justice to how cool I am. <laughs> I am like backpedaling down this rabbit trail we've gone down. Um, okay. We're doing a really so, good job. Uh, gift stuff. Your question was uh, if we bought. How do you tell like someone? So I have a gift that is like it's literally wasteful for me to have this gift. It's it's not like it's a jacket that I will never wear. It is a jacket that I will literally never put on again. 
I know that I will never put it on again. I don't find it to be something that like I would particularly want to reach for, and I also don't think it like fits me. Well. But it's but it's kind of too late. Like I kind of wishy washy my way. Like and now I don't know how to be like, hey, it's been a month. Do you want to return this for anything else in the world? Like get yourself a gift card, get yourself store credit if you can, because. I don't know how to okay. do that. At uh, all. So I, I feel really bad. So first off, I love this, and if we can have more of these sort of questions, <laughs> I would love to go. So uh, I'll play with you in this space, Nick. I I tell you right now, yeah. uh, the ship has done sailed for the any interaction <laughs> with other person possible. Like you can't. There's no. <laughs> Like, hey, do you got the gift receipt for this? Or, hey, uh, you, like, yep. uh, maybe we can exchange this for something different. Like, no, th- this is a gift that you have. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so now you have to deal with that. Jeff, can I just tell you that I came to the other person who feels this exact same social anxiety that I do to deal with my social anxiety. I don't think this is like, Oh my gosh, we need to come up with these sort of questions more often. Okay. Uh, I think you have one of two options. Uh, One, uh, Nick, you have a great alibi. So what was this? This is a jacket. It is. It is a jacket. Uh, you got any cold days on the horizon there in California? I know. I do. It's it's. It, I know that you're like joking because, but but yes, it is genuinely okay. very cold right and now. You like to mountain bike, yes? I okay. do. Nick, jacket on, mountain bike, fake crash, ruined jacket, throw it away. Say I'm so sad. <laughs> I and you know what? I'm. I like this jacket so much. Oh, I loved it. And I, loved it I really so much. appreciate it. But I I don't think. I, I don't think that anything can fill the hole of this jacket, so please don't buy it again. But I just want to—I want it to live in my memory <laughs> as as the one time I got to enjoy such a, a fantastic jacket. <laughs> I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a picture of this jacket because okay. it's not a. It's not after a, the show. After the show. Okay. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Second yeah. option, Nick. Second option. Never, never yeah. wear a jacket. Put jacket in closet. <laughs> One time per year, yeah. you see a person who bought you a jacket. You wear a jacket. You suck it up. You don't like jacket, but you wear it anyways. You put it back in the closet. Take right. it out every. I mean, I can do that. Like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I definitely feel like that. That is an okay strategy for the anti-confrontational selves that we are. No, that's fair. Uh, but that's basically what I was going to do. I like. I, I know that you're. This is funny, and it's it's very true. It's like you're gonna sneak have this jacket as a once a year, like you need to make an appearance in the jacket. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> but, gosh. Uh, uh, the cameo I appreci- jacket. I, I, like, I genuinely completely do not find it to be like, I'm not like ungrateful for it. Like it's an incredibly like nice thing to get someone a jacket. And yeah. like, I appreciate they thought of me at all. So, you know, but it's also like, I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> like I'll wear it. I guess I'm going to wear it now for the, for them. Right. right like, yeah. For that time that you go on the mountain bike and then you get, and then one of those crashes that you get in sometimes and then you got to throw it away. You, you ruined the jacket. <laughs> and it's very sad and you appreciate it. But like you, we, next time they need to buy, get something that's not so perishable. Uh, Cause apparently jackets are perishable goods for Nick. They are. They are. It's true. Well, I, I'm glad I could help Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some uh, some modern advice really is what this was all right i I feel like at this point nick we should probably throw in the towel we've uh stretched the uh fringe topics as far as we could stretch them um 
You're just calling it all all the attention to it you can, I know. <laughs> yeah. You say that. I really liked your topic. I thought it was really funny and really fun at the same time. So no, I, I really liked your topic. Our fringe topics worked out, too, uh, pretty good. Uh, I, just I just the same as the jacket. You know, we stretched them out as far as we could, wrote them, <laughs> wrote them a little rough, and now we got to throw them away. Jeff, I, Jeff, what do I do? I don't know. Jeff. Um, anyways, so announcement. This week, we started our Patreon-only podcast called, wait for it. Go ahead, Nick. The year we started another podcast. Yes, we're really good with naming things. Uh, it's the year we started another <laughs> podcast. We So here's the deal. We have a couple patrons, and we absolutely want to appreciate the people that are willing to support our show. Uh, so if you would like to, uh, you can certainly check us out at patreon.com forward slash Tywisap. In fact, I may uh, redirect tywisap.com to our Patreon. And the reason being, uh, currently it just redirects to our uh, our podcast hosting uh, default website, which honestly is ugly as sin and not all that interesting. And uh, well, uh, and to be fair to that, like I mean, yeah, the, like I, I think that we probably both could have put more effort into our um, our website. But at the same time, the Patreon uh, layout is honestly kind of gorgeous. It's like honestly very efficient, and it's yeah, yeah it, it's it good. honestly it looks a lot nicer. So I'll probably do that. Um, but in the meantime, Patreon.com forward slash Tiosap, uh, if you want to support us and check out uh, our Patreon only podcast, it's going to be about. Honestly, this time it was almost 15 minutes. I might cut it down to 10, but it's just uh, us chatting about some of the things that are a little bit more uh, timely. A lot of the things that we talk about are ever evergreen type topics. Like you can go back and listen. It's not going to be tied to you know a particular event in time. This week we talked a lot about uh, chief stuff. We're about to play in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, here in a little over a week, but it was without uh, trying to butt into your thing or interrupt you too hard. Uh, you know, we don't, we, you and I haven't formalized what our topics are supposed to be like, but the idea that it's supposed to be like fun and interesting stuff to us is very true. These aren't the exact way that we would normally have conversations. And I, the, the, the image I had for the, uh, for the year we started another podcast is that it would be kind of more like our normal, like off the cuff, just like random ranting and rambling and like, Oh my God, dude, you got like I have this thing I am so annoyed about, or oh, dude, there's this game I've been playing that's so fun, and it's like not really as widely interesting or as widely funny as like as the main uh, the main podcast topics, but yeah, it, I mean, it is definitely a uh, a less produced and a little bit more behind the scenesy type podcast, uh, but just something fun, you know we. But it'll still have our our dynamic and our back and forth, and I'm sure it will still be funny because at least Jeff is funny, and I, I'm good at laughing at Jeff, and I think that it makes him happy, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, that is really I, the I main reason I do any of this. Um, but, but no, I again, if you want to support us on Patreon, that's absolutely cool, but more than anything, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy this podcast, let them know. Uh, I Many of the podcasts that I listen to, if not all of them, were on recommendation from somebody else. I, I think that it's really cool to, you know, share us on uh, social media and all that. Like, I appreciate that and I hope that you do. But I think the best thing that you can do, if you have somebody that you think would enjoy the show, share it with them. That would mean so much. Uh, and we really, really appreciate the fact that you are even willing to listen to us yabber on about whatever. Um, if you do want to follow us, basically anywhere that you can follow people, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and like always, never, never, never Snapchat. But all the rest, you can, uh, you can follow <laughs> us. 
But yeah, Nick, I appreciate you taking the time and thank you for plotting with me. You're welcome. This has been the early start of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.